0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Let's Bloom Podcast with Josie. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm so glad that you're here listening. If you're new, welcome to the Let's Bloom Podcast. Um, If you haven't really got the memo of what this is about, it's about learning about Jesus and learning together as a podcast family and as believers in Christ. And today's message, I think, is really cool because, you know, I was praying about it and the Lord just brought me right to this scripture. And it's something that I need to improve on. And I think it's important to let you guys know that, like, there's so many things I need to learn, even though I'm, I guess, teaching it. But I think it's just important to talk about it and, um get the word out and just whatever God puts on my heart that I just get out and do and follow his command. You know, last night I had a Bible study with some of the amazing women from my church. And let me just say that is, it's just so nice to go there and just learn from each other. And the Bible study I'm in, I'm actually the youngest one there, but I actually really enjoy that because their wisdom and their knowledge and their Um, Like, how much they're rooted in Christ is so inspiring. And I just learned so, so much. Like, they are so anointed. And I'm so thankful for them. And I'm so thankful for that Bible study. But I just want to encourage you guys, if you don't have that kind of um, getaway, you can go to, like, a safe space that you can go with other believers and talk about Christ and learn from each other and bounce ideas off and share experiences that you've had. I highly recommend that you do that or reach out to someone and just be like, Hey, like, can we have a Bible study today or whenever? And I just really, really believe that it is something that we all should be doing. You know, we have that church family for a reason. We have that community for a reason. And I think that the Lord really does touch everyone a little differently because we're all called to different things. And we're all parts of the church. We are the body of the church and we all need each other and we all have the same goal, the same purpose. And that is glorifying Jesus and, you know, carrying out his will and his purpose and plan for our lives. So I just wanted to share that on here because I felt called to inspire, hopefully inspire some of you that don't really go to church. Well, I guess go to Bible studies to really do it. You know, I was talking to my boyfriend about possibly starting a youth—well, not a youth, but a um, a Bible study. But if people our age—and we are both 19, I think it'd be really cool for our town to—in our church to kind of start that. Even though I go to another Bible study with older women. Although well, not older women. They're just older than me. But, um, yeah, I just—I want to be praying— a lot about that and see what the lord can do because i think at all ages it is so important to have that community and that group that you can go to every single week before we get into the scripture and the little message that i have today i just want to quickly pray so let us pray god i thank you so much for this day thank you for a new day full of opportunities and growth and just another day to learn about you and get closer to you god lord i thank you so much for this podcast and this platform that you have built god this whole podcast is because of you and i give you so much praise because i just i love everything that you've done and i know that you're going to do amazing things god so i thank you right now for what you're about to do God, I just pray you be with every single one of the listeners today and just bless them, just bless them abundantly in their lives and help them to overcome any struggles that they're going through. This can be anything from sickness to lies to illusions that the enemy has placed on their life. God, I just hope that they know that you are stronger and that there's authority in your name, Jesus. God, I pray that today as I'm reading through the scripture, that you just speak through me, God, and just fill me with the Holy Spirit and put me on fire for you, God. And I pray that you put a fire in each of the listeners here today and just help us to really absorb your word and really learn how to apply it to our lives so that we can truly, truly learn and be more like you, Jesus. We just want to be like you. We just want to worship you. And we just want to do everything according to your will, God. God, I just pray that you shape us and change us and who we are supposed to be god and i know that saying that those dangerous prayers can be scary because that can come with lots of things but god i just pray that you help us to grow and change and just go back in the direction that we're supposed to go and that direction is your will and plan for us god lord i thank you so much for this platform thank you so much for this message that i'm about to say god And I just thank every single one of these listeners, again, for just coming back another week to learn about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today we're going to be reading from the New Testament. And we're going to be learning about what Jesus did and what he said whenever he was on this earth. And I just think that this message is really cool because it can apply to us right now. Because the things that have happened in the Bible... You know, the demons that were there, Jesus and everything he's done and, you know, the events, they are all still happening today. And we as believers right now need to learn from the past and learn how to do it in today's society, in today's world, and just how to be better each and every day. So we're going to be starting at Luke chapter 15 verse 1. If you can turn to your Bible. If not, that's okay. I'm going to read it for you. So let's get right into it. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathered around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country to go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And then he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me! I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent." wow, Jesus, that is just so cool. You know, sometimes I think um, believers and non-believers think of Jesus as this all-powerful, he is just walking around like, you know, I don't talk to people that aren't like me, but it says right here in the scripture that he welcomes sinners and he eats with them. He goes down to their level. You know, he wants to teach them, but he's not overpowering that he's not going to be you know rude he's a gentleman and he welcomes everybody specifically the lost you know jesus was human at this point he was in human form and he lived in the same world that we live in today everything that is happening and everything that happened in the bible is still happening today Although he is sitting with the sinners and he welcomes the sinners, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to fall into their habits. For example, I'm a college student, but I haven't been in actual college, like on campus for almost a year now. But let me just tell you that when you're on campus, okay, and um, you're around lots of different kinds of people, lots of different... Um, ambitions, you know, personalities, where they're from, you know, a lot of different things. And on a flip, you know, on a good thing, it is really cool to see because, you know, you think and be like, whoa, God made them that way for a reason. and made me this way for a reason. Let me just also say, if you haven't been listening for a while, whenever I was on campus, I was not saved. I was I was really fallen down into the deep hole that um the enemy has put me or put me in. But thankfully Jesus pulled me out and I am so so thankful for that. But whenever you're on campus, you are also around the enemy because not everyone on campus is a Christian unless you go to a Christian school, but I don't have any experience with that. But my campus there was, you know, always people Partying, cussing, um uh what's the word? Just sinning, okay? They were having sex with multiple people, they were, you know, going around in clothing that was just not modest at all. You know, half their body was or over half their body was hanging out and they wanted that for attention. Just a lot of different factors that now I see as with my eyes wide open and as a believer in Christ that all those things are not normal, you know all that stuff is just the enemy, and them, the enemy just pulling each and every one of those people and getting them farther away from God. But as we just read in the scripture, Jesus puts himself in that situation around all those different kinds of sin around all those different kinds of people that don't believe what he believes. He does that for a purpose, he does that for a reason. And I think that is, that's really cool for us as believers now. And I mean, I'm talking from personal experience because I have my eyes open that we have to make sure that we are strong in our faith. We have to make sure that we truly are standing on the word of God and we keep our eyes peeled on him and we can't get deceived. We have to really stand on the scripture and stand up against the devil because we have authority. We have power against the devil in Jesus' name. And I know that if we put ourselves in those situations sometimes around sinners, that we can get a little confused. We can start to get tempted. But Jesus tells us that we should not be tempted. We should not be conformed to them, okay? Just as the verse says about You know, don't be conformed to this world, but let it transform or let it be transformed. And let me look that up real quick. (laughs) Okay, I found it. Sorry. Apparently, I was not totally prepared for this message. But it is Romans 12 verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So if we put ourselves into those situations, if we tell ourselves, okay, you know, Jesus did this, we need to go out there, witness to people, tell them about the Lord, but we can't be confirmed, no, we can't be conformed to their beliefs and the enemy that's out there because there is constantly a spiritual war. We, everything that we do is spiritual. So, You know, if we go up to witness to someone and something goes wrong, we cannot be defeated because all we can do as believers is plant that seed and just let God take the rest. You know, let God do his thing because God is a gentleman. You know, we don't want to just push it down their foot, push it down their throat, push it down their throat and just, you know, overwhelm them. We can just plant that seed and God's going to be waiting there for them to come home. Because we just want to reach the lost, okay? That was a whole thing I did not know was going to happen. So thank you, God. Um, As we keep reading, verse 3. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? Then when he finds it, he joyfully... Let me say that again. He joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, "Rejoice with me! I have found my lost sheep." We're gonna stop right there. This parable of the lost sheep is—it's uh, so cool because we have a God that He will leave the ninety-nine. He will leave His flock if just one person strays off. He wants to get the lost. His goal is to go after the lost and bring them home. And we as believers, we as people that are disciples for Jesus also need to be doing the same thing. We need to you know, go out and seek the lost and bring them in, you know, plant that seed of the good news of Jesus and just pray for them. There's so much power in prayer. You know, this power, this word power Um, is a very important word. We've talked about it in my church a lot. And I think that having authority and power and boldness is just the focus this year because we have to, we have to really think as Jesus did and, you know, try and do what he did and what he wants for us. So I specifically underlined joyful and rejoice in that little section because, you know, God will step out of his way. He's a gentleman and he will go after the lost. And once he does it, he is just so happy. He rejoices. He's joyful. You know, it's a good time. And I just, so good. God is so good. Verse seven, I highlighted this and I think it's just so good. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Now, as I talked at the beginning of this episode, how important it is for a community of believers, that is still very, very important, but we cannot forget about, you know, that one person that lost, that was lost. You know, we can't forget about those sinners out there in the world. I think it's very important. We're called to have a family and a community in the church, but we can't get comfortable. You know what I mean? We can't get too comfortable because we're not going to continue to grow in Christ if we stay comfortable. We have to step out of our comfort zone. We have to be bold. And again, this is stuff like I want you guys to realize that I am still very new to all this. And I need to work on stepping out into the anointing. I need to step out into God's presence. You know, I have to be bold. And I just want us all to do this together. You know, this is things that we all as believers need to work on. I'm not saying that I'm better by any means. Not at all. I have so much growing to do. But I think that someone out there needs to hear this message. And that's why the Lord has put this on my heart. Whew! Thank you, Lord! We're actually going to turn to another book because it kind of talks again how Jesus will put himself in situations of temptation around sinners and people that, you know, don't believe, prostitutes, you know, everything under the sun. So we're going to turn over to Mark chapter 2. Okay, we are now at Mark chapter 2 and we're going to start at verse 15. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Pause right there. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) We just talked about this in another book of the Bible, and this is another thing that Jesus has said over and over again, okay? Well, this he's been asked this actually. He's been asked, you know, why do you eat with tax collectors and sinners? Verse 17. Again, I highlighted this because it's just so good on hearing this Jesus said to them, "It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have come not oh, I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners." I'm going to read that verse one more time, verse 17. On hearing this, Jesus said to them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have come... Oh my goodness, I keep messing that up. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. We are called as believers to go and reach the lost. Bring in the lost. Plant the seed in the lost. Okay? You know, again... Just as we started here in verse 15. You know, Jesus having dinner at Levi's house. And his disciples are with him. And the many who followed him. Followed him. Okay. So, again, he has that community. He has those people of believers with him. But he also puts himself with a sinner. He puts himself in that situation. Whew. That's just so, so good. And... You know something that's been on my heart. I might have talked about this on the podcast, but um, I really want to, again, be bold. I really want to go and soul win. I really, really want to go witness. And as I learn and as time goes on, the Lord just keeps telling me, you know, Josie, you need to go do this. And I actually want to share this, um, little story. I guess the past few days, I went to Walmart. I went to the gym. And, you know, I was doing my thing and I was looking around and I was thinking about what would happen if I went up to someone and asked them, do you know that Jesus loves you and that he died for you? Or going up to someone and asking, you know, the Lord asked me or the Lord put on my heart that I should come and pray for you. And I, as a believer, Again, I am learning too, guys. I hope you know that. But I need to not think so much before I act. If God puts something on my heart, if God tells me a command, I need to just drop everything and go. Just as Jesus and the fishermen in that story where um you know Jesus told them to drop their nets and come with me, and they did. They didn't hesitate or anything. So I need to quote-unquote, drop my nuts and go. If God tells me to go up to someone, then I need to do that. And if that happens to you, anyone that's listening to this, I'm talking to you. If God tells you to go up to someone, you should do it. If God tells you, I probably should go to this Bible study, you know, I think it'd be good for me, then do it. If God's telling you, I should sit by this person at church, I should talk to this person, and whatever, you should do it. Okay? We cannot get confused and start overthinking things we have to if god commands us we have to do it just think of how amazing if we just did it like how much we would grow how much the kingdom could grow how much god like god would be so proud and he just wants us to keep growing but anyway we're all here to reach the lost and God himself is a gentleman and wants to reach the lost. He will do anything to get the lost. And we as disciples here, we're stuck on this earth, so might as well, you know, go out and preach the gospel and try and get people to come to Christ just as we did. You know, our testimonies are most powerful thing that we can talk about to non believers, I think, because we can show them, like, look what God did for me. Look what the blood of Jesus did for me and just think what the blood of Jesus can do for you. He can change your life in an instant. He can really change your life for the better. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm so glad that everything worked out in my favor. Well, not even in my favor. I'm just glad everything worked out the way it did. And looking back, for example, when I was talking about when I was on campus and That was just uh, not a good time in my life. I ended up transferring schools. And like this past fall is where I went to a different school. And I hated it. I didn't talk to anyone. I was very lonely for like the first few weeks. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to use all this time to focus on the Lord and get back into his word his scripture and just learn about him and look we have a podcast now you know god has done this god's hand is over every one of us and works through our lives in different ways like he will i can just i need to stop talking so much because when i get going he just mm, i just love him so much i really do he will start crying he is he's a great savior He's a great savior to have, and I hope that you guys think the same thing and that he touches you the same way because whew, my, life would, my life would not be the same without that, him. and that's for sure. Sorry I just rambled on for a bit, but I hope that each and every one of you this coming week and just this year will step out of your comfort zone and put yourself in those situations and just really have faith that God is going to do great things. Trust that God is going to use you and shape you into what you need to go out and do. You know, everyone has a different set of, um, how do I put this? Everyone has a different mission field. Just as my one episode is called Mission Field. But we all are going to do things that God knows we'll be able to do. God won't put things on our lives or situations or anything in our life that he knows we can't handle. And we have to just have faith, trust him, be bold, you know, just use that power, you know, just, I'm just so excited for us in this year. And when I get going, I just can't stop. So we're going to wrap up the episode now and I'll let you guys just get on with your life. And I hope that this really stuck with you. Thank you guys so much for being here and listening. I just want to quickly pray. God, thank you so, so much for this podcast yet again. Thank you for the message that you have prepared and spoke through me, God. You know, we all as believers learn from you and just continue want to be like you, God. So I thank you for everything that you've done, everything you're doing right now. And God, I thank you so much for everything you're going to do in each and every one of our lives. We're going to be delivered, God, and I know we're going to grow, and we're going to go and seek the lost just as you did, God, and Lord, I just love you, I thank you, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. If this podcast inspired you, or helped you grow, or just kind of knocked at your heartstrings, I hope that um, you come back for another episode next week. If you think someone would enjoy this podcast, please just send it to them, share it, talk about it. It would mean the world to me. And just, I know that this is God's podcast. And if you share it, you're going to be spreading what God has put in front of us. So I'm thankful for this community. I hope that you guys are as well. And we just continue to grow. I will see you guys for a new episode next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.